This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Surprise! <laughs> happy, happy 45th, Gary. Thank you, Andrea. We know it's not your style to be the guest on your own show, but it's your birthday. And I guess you're giving us a gift today. So thank you for that. Thank you for having us. I, I, you know, the murmurings have been going on in the virtual halls. I'm eating a tomato and radishes, by the way, radishes are well, underrated. You're gonna need it. You better, yeah, you better like staff up because we, we have not the 12 guests with a singular conversation today, but we actually have more than 33 guests for five minute conversation. So we've got to go, we got to jump in right now. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, let's go. So first up, we have an entrepreneur, you're younger, a numbers guy, and your brother, AJ. <laughs> What's the up everybody? Perfect, the perfect person to start with. What's up, bro? What's up, bro? Happy birthday, times two. Thank you, my man. So I guess I have to do, this is a funny format. Uh, AJ, what's a good story or an insight? You know, obviously you know me the most and um, what's something building VaynerMedia that I told you that doesn't get talked about? Like what's a what's yeah. a secret business that, you know, I wanna bring. I, yeah, I got a good one. Yeah, yeah go ahead. I got a good one. Um, right. I recently just had this conversation maybe yesterday and I kind of, don't think I've ever brought it up in any other podcast or conversation, so I think it's a good one. Um, I would say that in my early 20s, getting into my professional career with you, starting VaynerMedia, I was I was fairly rigid as an entrepreneur. I was somebody that I think had years of scholastic kind of experience drilled into me, and I think I relied and was overly rigid on things. I think um, something you and I have talked about before was that I've changed my opinion, which is kind of ironic. I've changed my opinion on the concept of changing your mind. It used to bother me if you right. said something on a Monday and then you changed your mind by Friday. I thought that <laughs> lack of consistency was mind numbing. But I think in my late 20s and my 30s, I've softened my rigidness and I think for the better. And I think entrepreneurship, you need to, sure, balance is great, moderation is great. But I think that's something that you really helped me with because I don't think anybody would call you rigid. And um, I think it's something that you exposed me to. You spent the time and energy to talk me through it. You could have easily just brushed me away and said, like, I don't have time for this conversation, especially given how fast we were building this thing. But I think that's something that I took that was very valuable for me. And I, I take pride in my, you know, I still have rigid tendencies. I think it's part of my DNA, but I think I've definitely softened those things up over the last 10 plus years. What do you think the biggest misconception is now that people know who I am, that you know that you think everybody's got a different take on? Your actual willingness to operate. I think probably there is a uh, an assumption that's made that you wouldn't want to spend the time on staffing or organizational shifts or strategy planning, like that you're too go, go, go out in the open. I don't think people realize that if I, you know, at one point in Vayner in 2012, I said, hey, gee, we need to like lock ourselves in a room with like one or two other people for six hours and map this shit out that you're game for that. I think people would just assume that you would want other people to figure that out and take care of it. I think just far more operational, willing and minded than people realize. What's your favorite win over me? I think that's easy. It comes immediately to mind. And I think you already know the answer. Don't tell me. No, no, actually I wasn't gonna go there. That's probably my second favorite. Oh. I'll give, I'll, um, give I think beating, beating you in basketball for the first time at mom mm. and dad's house. One-on-one -on -one basketball, I think I was 17. 
I like literally ran off the court with my arms in the air right to the kitchen to tell everybody in our family that I'd finally beaten you just because the way uh, your style of mentorship and guidance was to make me earn it. I never beat, I didn't beat <laughs> Gary in basketball until I was 17 years old. Um, there was no fake wins, none of that. It's literally, I just lost every single time I played basketball until <laughs> I was 17. And I, I think, honestly, I think that's a great thing. And I, I take pleasure and I think it was a good thing to shape me. Tell them number two, because it's an all time one. Number two quickly, because I think we're bringing in our next group of guests. Uh, I was what, Gare? Seven or eight, nine? When I came, this happened? I, it, Matt, it, came, uh, NHL 94, I came back from college, I think. So I would say it was n not 94. You were seven or just seven or eight. Yeah, seven or eight. I beat Gary in a video game for the first time. We played NHL 94. I beat him. His immediate reaction was he punched a hole in my childhood bedroom wall and left. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, bro. We'll move on. I love you too. Yeah. I think I'm sticking around actually. Oh, good. But, but okay. I'm also, I don't know how. There we go. Oh, go. the main. Bang. Uh, is that me? That's you, Dad. That's, you. that's mom. That's bro, this. I'm afraid I'm not going to get my five minutes. because I, I love. All right. I'm going quiet. Hi, I'm kicking it to the crew. I'm hanging mom, out, but I'm quiet. Yes. Mom, you need to get in here because let's be honest. People have seen Liz and Dad enough on Instagram. Nobody ever sees you. They, they I know, all, I know. They all, they all have you the most, This is Dad. perfect time for me to come out. But he's not it. moving. He's I, not giving me a... No, no, I love you guys. Liz, how are you doing? Selling any homes? I'm working on it. Liz, what's the uh, biggest thing that you wish you listened to me earlier about? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. It's so upsetting. I'm halfway through and I'm like, damn it, I should have listened from day one. It would be so much easier. Dad, when did you first know I had it when I came to the store? Is that the question? Yeah. It's a question. No, no, no. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm supposed to tell the story. <laughs> what she I learned. I got already. a story. I've been Okay, uh, yeah, I know, knowing you, you've probably been thinking, rehearsing this. Yeah. Or, or yes. did he just watch I, I the think, show, Gary? I think or did he just watch the movie? And you will, <laughs> what is that? What is She's <laughs> making a reference to your speeches when you, like at weddings, watch and, and event, you, you bring up something you watch at two o'clock in the morning. Right. But anyway, tell your story. Tell your okay. story, Dad, and take the all our time. The whole time, guys. So you're going to love it. Trust me. So I don't remember how many years oh. ago, but at the wine library, uh, Gary <clears throat> had a meeting. And he had a lot of meetings with uh, staff or whatever, but this one stands out. So we're sitting in the meeting, and Gary, I don't remember exactly. Stop, stop, please. <laughs> and, wait, wait, Dad, before before you get going, can Mom get in the camera? I want can to we see her, Mom? Right? Yeah, one second. Oh, Let me at least get Mom. Stay, stay. Mom, stay. One second. Okay. All right, thank you. I just wanted a <laughs> screenshot. This is a fun little. Okay, thank right. you. So anyway, so uh, I don't remember. I have a dozen management. Uh, I don't remember exactly who. I think Brandon was there. Uh, I'm not sure. But uh, anyway, so Gary conducts this meeting. And basically, I'm going to try to be short, whatever. It was, uh, you know, a 40 minutes meeting, whatever, an hour, whatever. But... And basically, Gary tells all his managers, right, management team, he tells them what basically, basically, he's going to fire them. If they don't <laughs> I, 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 I swear to them. No, no, we I'm know this story, Dad. Wait, keep going. Keep going. He's going to fire him with what? 
He didn't he's finish going, the story. He's going to fire every single one of them, right? And I'm sitting there, and everybody was, you know, smart, kind of very comfortable, whatever. Basically, the guys live in my office, right? And they're all pumped, and they're all happy. And I'm sitting there, I'm stuck, okay? <laughs> I'm saying to myself, this fucking, excuse me, my language, guys, go and be fired. And they're walking out of my office, pumped, happy, right? And I'm saying, if I were sitting there, and I'll tell every single one of them, guys, you're getting a $10,000 raise, they would not be as happy as what, uh, <laughs> the situation with Gary Jarvis. I, I, I'm still, to this day, fascinated by what real took place at that day. And, and I said to myself, it's uh, like Gavin yeah, uh, said recently uh, about a different uh, subject. It's all about delivery. It matters. It matters. I mean, my delivery sucks. I know that. But, there, but there's, a, it's, it's, there's a great it's, quote, Maya Angelou. I think it's people are not going to remember what you say, but they're going to remember how you made them feel or something to that extent. And that's, that's, definitely, that's, very, that's absolutely it. Yeah, that's, that's because and, that meeting, and, Dad, I, I was giving them kind candor, which yeah. is something I'm trying to get better at. But in that moment, I was able to use it because if, I didn't if, want it to be if, bad for them. Right. I didn't want it to be bad for them. I just told them the reality, the business was not in a position right. at that point yeah, for them to and, be able to and, you know, that takes me to the next, uh, you know, what I was advised not to <laughs> say, but I, I can't help myself. <laughs> if this cut him out. What happened? Where's Gary? That's If this... Uh, What's his name? George. George, right? Get him out. <laughs> Being reelected. I mean, he's out, right? If George is out, if his delivery was different, I don't know how the whole thing will play. Delivery out. matters. Intent matters. Liz, uh, bro, you have I love to be you so. Person, Should I just talk over Dad? Dad, your birthday's Liz, let me finish. Dad, I didn't thing. get a minute. Andrea, Andrea, I'm going to give you the best career advice of all time. I would get off the screen right now. I'm giving you good <laughs> advice. This is the best advice, better than the shit I told AJ. I just wanted to say I'm going to I'm going to throw a birthday party for Sasha and tomorrow. That's right. right. Yeah. September 10th is my dad's birthday. We'll have a three-hour show, longer than my show. Go ahead, Liz. Bro, so I done? just yes. – Dad, you're done. But okay, I'm going to say I feel so lucky that – you're my big bro. Thank that you, you have always loved me unconditionally. And when I see my own children have a similar relationship to us, I feel like I need to say sorry. <laughs> and that I love you. And I think the biggest gift you gave me is your unconditional love. You love me good or bad brave or or fearful and i love you happy birthday thank you you're my best big bro happy I love, birthday. You love you honey mom mom, mom, mom mom real quick hold on hold on family mom yes can i see you i'm looking at <laughs> yes mom why don't we start prepping our 
New York Times bestselling book, Perfectly Parented. <laughs> you know, the book, you the book, the book that is going to make you more money than dad's made in his entire career. <laughs> okay, I'm out. Love you, dad. Love you. Love you. Love Amazing. So I can't tell you how many people were fired up to see your mom. We got so I many. Know. I didn't want to tell her in advance because I thought you'd make it too nervous. We're so thrilled to finally get us to see her. So next up, we have a serial builder of e-commerce companies, one of the most influential in sports, a philanthropist and the creator of the All In Challenge, Michael Rubin. Wow. Rubin. What's up, Gary V? Happy belated birthday, brother. Thank you so much, brother. How are you? I can't hear a word you're saying, but um, hopefully we're going to get some sound here. And can I can actually can not only hear your... Um, can you hear me? Can see you hear your pretty me? face, but also hear your voice. Can you hear me? Not yet? Yes? Now? Can you hear me? Not yet? But listen, I can't hear you, but here's what I'm going to tell you. First... I want to wish you the happiest belated birthday in the planet. Second, I want to tell you, I was just thinking about, um, I was just thinking about everything that I've been through with you in the last year. And what's amazing for me is, you know, when we first came up with the all in challenge idea together, I was thinking that like, we had no idea whether this was going to work, like no idea whatsoever, but you know what, you know, we all just went in there and said, Fuck it. We're going to we're going to create a great outcome for people who are hungry. And you just went all in and just worked your ass off to do the impossible. And that's why I love you so much, because you never quit. You don't ever give up. You just find a way to will shit to happen. And that's who you are. And, you know, when I was thinking about your birthday, I was actually I don't reflect on my birthday, but I was reflecting on your birthday. I was thinking the thing I love about Gary V so much is he never, ever, ever quits. You just always find a way to persevere and make things happen. Thank you, brother. Can you hear me right now? Yeah. Awesome. Beautiful. Um, Zach, who's here, is going to find a way to make my computer. I don't think that that's going to be delayed. That's so all right. Is, we can go, I can figure delayed. out the delay. Listen, how do, I'm going to work on sign language. It's got to be this one, Zach. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, listen, I'm, we're going to work on sign language. Listen, most importantly, do you feel, let's, let's do a head shakes. Do you feel old? No. Because no. you're a young stud. You will everything to happen. Um, and you're the best. And listen, most importantly, I really just want to wish you the happiest birthday here. You know, let's see if we take this off. Michael, first of all, thank you so much. While Michael's trying to get his stuff together, no worries. I can't hear you now. Um, I admire this dude so much. A real executor does a ton of good. The social justice advocate is exactly right. What he's done with prison reform, His he is the the ideator of the all-in challenge. There are very few people on earth that match my energy levels, my ambition levels, my just sheer will to make something happen levels. And it's been one of the great advancements of friendships during this time for me in this last you know, five years. Our relationship is advanced, but so much. And when I think about 2020, I will absolutely know that that was one, that one of the things I'll think about is that this is the year that Michael and I became closer. I admire you, brother. Thank you for coming in for this and giving five minutes. Good luck with your off season for the uh, Sixers. You guys are making moves. I see that and I will see you soon. Love you, bro. So Gary, next up, we've got high school bestie, OG of Wine Library. All right. Extension of the family, Brandon Warnke. The, 
<laughs> can you hear me again? I can. Boy, I love you so much. Literally, when they just said that, I literally, Brandon, tell them what I randomly texted you today, just literally out of the blue. What on the on the Pinot? No, not on the wine we sold today on Wine Text. Everyone sign up for WineText.com. No, just the ra- didn't I, did I was that to, I mean all these days blur together. Hold on, am I wrong? Oh, you oh earlier when you said you just love me so much. Yes, <laughs> that's Gary, how I feel about you. I, I I love you with all my heart. Happy birthday! For those of you who don't know, I'm, I've I've known Gary for over thirty years. I met him my first day of high school, um, and for me, he's taught me more things than I can ever possibly count. But one of the biggest things is always do what you love, uh, no matter what. And you know, a, a, a real quick kind of side note to that, Gary and I went to the 2014 or 15 Baseball Hall of Fame inductions because we wanted oh. to go and see Frank Thomas and Greg Maddox kind of get inducted. We planned the whole weekend out, we went up, and when we got there, we actually didn't go to the induction because we found that there was a 50 mile trek of garage sales going on in a town, maybe 20 or 30 minutes away. And so instead of going to the induction, we went garage sailing all day, literally. And it was amazing. We had a great time. <laughs> what we loved. I mean, we always change, like AJ said earlier, always be willing to change your mind. Always. We uh, said that we were going to go to see Frank Thomas, go into the Hall of Fame for 20 years. We right. go up to Cooperstown. Right. We find out at like 11 p.m. that Saturday night that there's this garage sale and we literally fucking changed our entire plan. And had a great time. Brandon, what was, give, give everybody the first business interaction outside of like the name, in, not the story of the names in the homeroom, but like literally the next thing that happened in our friendship in September, 1990, the first full conversation we had. Got it, well I'm gonna blow you away because you have no idea, I mean it, it's really kind of ironic. Um, Gary and I met for baseball cards, and one of the first things we did was we did a deal where Gary gave me some Hensley Mullen cards. Hensley Mullen was a prospect. And Damn actually, your birthday, Gary, I actually got this. No! <laughs> this is an autograph. This is the card right here, and it's autographed. I sold Brandon this card, like uh, several of them, literally within the first conversation that we ever had with each other in high school. Well, and we got one other big baseball guy coming up right now on the line. I believe he's here. Brandon, before we tr- we transition from a business standpoint, the biggest thing that you think people can learn, because I want to bring value here instead of just a gloat fest for me. What like what stands out as like something that you think people can get value from of like, because you know me I think the most. I think I spend a lot of time thinking and analyzing and your biggest thing is, it's important obviously, but just do, just go, just put things in prospects and go. Try different things, check different things. And that's something that has been a real hard challenge for me, but I am continuing to try and do every day. Go, 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 go faster, go faster. Don't be perfect because it won't be perfect. Um, But you get so much tremendous knowledge about how it works and what happens. Just do, just do stuff, just do. Love it. Love you, brother. Love you, Gar. The most. I wonder where the special guest is there. And I, we just, uh, Matt Sinemer wanted to jump in on the tales of training. There we go. Matt Sinemer. Hey, Gary, happy birthday. Thank you, brother. Matt, you were the only employee that worked at Wine Library and then came over to VaynerMedia. Nate, Nate was an intern. Yep. Um, Matt, this is fun for me because you've been on the West Coast holding shit down. We haven't had as much chance to interact. So actually, like with everybody else so far, I kind of know where they would go. What, 
what's a good story? What's a story you tell when people know we're connected this deeply or what's a good learning? Like I really want to bring value to the audience. So what, 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 what can you add? What's like a, to me, the, the less cliche things or like, or is there a, a story that capitalizes something or something that can bring value? Thoughts? I wanted to share one of the first things you asked me to do when I was, when I was your assistant. Uh, and for everybody, Matt was my first assistant and I really didn't know how to use one, but I knew I needed one. So the, the, to Matt's credit, one of the great meetings in my life was Matt coming to me, Matt, how many, a month in, three weeks, two months in, help me when you came to me and said, hey fucker, you need to learn how to use me. And I give you a ton of credit for that because it's not so easy to go to that person and say, hey, you know, I don't know how early that was or or tell your story because I want to hear it because I have no clue what you're about to say. You trained me and I trained you. But that's, yeah, that's true. One of the first things that we that we did together was to personally email five thousand wine library customers about Chateau Grand Main, nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> Which you know probably. You know what's so crazy about that? What year was that? It's like thirteen years ago. Right. So what I talk about personally hitting people up on DM or replying to comments, like this is something I'm talking about thirteen years ago. Everybody. That's it. That's it. I, it was about scale. I think it worked, right? Because I remember we sold a fuckload of Chateau Grand Main. Yeah, well, we had a lot of it to sell. Yeah, we did. I was scared shitless. I'm like, Matt, we got to text everyone. Oh, Andrea. But it was about scaling the unscalable. It was about the power of personalization, which we do today. It was about like understanding attention and not taking it for granted and the fact that we couldn't just do the same thing over and over again. Me and Brand, I bought 7,000 cases of Pinot Grigio. So me and Brand are figuring that out right now. It's deja vu. <laughs> It's the best ratio of all time, by the way. Everyone should buy it. <laughs> all right, Andrew, go ahead. Matt, I love you. Love you too. And I, I banned it I up today. <laughs> Matt, I'm telling you, that's at least $1,000 on eBay once I get done with my next 20 years. So keep that safe. Priceless to me. I love you, brother. Love you too. Thanks, guys. Next, we've got one of your South by Southwest buddies, an early client, a C-suite extraordinaire, and someone who's beloved by all. Oh. Beth Comstock. Hi, Gary. Hi, Andrea. How are you? Beth, it is hey, so nice. Happy to birthday. See. Thank you. How have you been? Good. I know how you've been. I keep up. I try to keep up with you. It's impossible to totally keep up with you. But happy birthday. Beth, thank you so much. Beth and Linda Both and Paul Markham deserve a ton of credit. What a big bet your organization made on VaynerMedia in 2009 when it wasn't as obvious, it wasn't clear. Thank you for that. I'm so glad I get to thank you for that here in this public domain. Oh, well, thank you. The work was amazing. In fact, that's one of the memory, the earliest memories I have. I think we met up in the early days at South by Southwest. I, I it became a ritual where we met there mm -hmm. sort of every year in Austin. But I just I never forget our first breakfast there. And um, I I had known you before. I think we may have even worked a little bit together. But what I love about what you do is you you lay out your vision. And there, at first you're like, well, wait a minute, is this guy kind of crazy? Like, <laughs> he, there's no way he's gonna do all this. And then I was able over the years to see every year, yep, checked, he did that. I think when we first met, I don't even know if you had 100 employees. No. Um, I saw you go from like one floor to two to three to this huge office with thousands of people. Uh, you'd, you'd say things like, you know, okay, we're, we're gonna do it better than the traditional ad guys. We're gonna get into advertising, mark my words. And I'd be like, that is so hard. Ne next year, there you were, there you were doing it. We're gonna start a speakers bureau, there you were doing it. So I think one of the things I, I, I learned a lot about um, 
certainly not just your hustle. Obviously, you you are the king of hustle, um, but you're loyal. You're loyal to people. You're loyal to an idea. You're loyal to your team, and that those people want to help you because they know that. But I think you learn a lot about just putting a bold vision out there and saying to people, almost kind of like, "Prove me wrong. Prove mm -hmm. me wrong." And, but yet there's something very infectious about it that you find, I don't want to prove you wrong. I want to help you. I want to be part of that. I want to join in that. So that would be a, a Gary V lesson. I was fortunate to learn. And, and I guess I would add great work. The work was really good. Beth, I want to, I'm just going to enjoy giving you a little shout out from a leadership and mentoring people standpoint. But what I really love about you is the curiosity that you maintain I think it has been a major strength of yours through your career. Uh, you know, whether it was in the work, whether we were talking about new apps that were popping at South by, whether it's when you embarked on your book, I I love humility. I, you're much more graceful than I am. It's harder to see my humility unless you get closer in, but. Your humility is a real superpower of yours, and I think it's something a lot of people watching right now could learn. And uh, I admire you, and I always have. Well, it. thank really you, and it's not even my birthday. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> it's great to see so you. What, what's next, yes. Gary? Well, I want to hold you. I want to. I want to. I want to hold think, us all think, accountable. To I think help you get there. What? How can we help you? What's next? You know, it's so funny underestimating me is the thing that most helps me. So my friends and loved ones struggle with that because they go the other way, especially the way they get to know me. But what's next? I, I'm gonna say something right now and I've, never, I've not said it that much publicly, but I'm trying to make this fun. I think I will be a dominant force in movies and television, the OTT television of the future. I think my next two decades, I will spend a lot of time in original programming in those formats and I'm excited about that. I see that the way I saw 12 years ago when you and I talked about where I was taking this in Madison Avenue and I'm excited about that. Well, I, I have no doubt you, I have. I can't doubt it at all. Uh, and uh, I hope you'll have the Jets with you when you do that too. That's definitely gonna happen. Beth, thank you so much. Thank <laughs> right, you for being birthday. part of this, it's so Andrea, awesome. Thanks a lot. Andrea, great job, Beth. But this next one, she is a Unilever vet, a badass boss lady with uh, a smile. Are you guessing? Are you guessing? I know exactly who it is. Claude's BFF. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Hi. birthday, Gary. Thanks, Gail. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You know, it was so funny when um, they asked me what story I wanted to tell. I mean, there were so many and some might get you in trouble, like when you ate off my husband's plate. I'm glad your parents, I don't know if they're still watching. They are, every, literally anyone who's ever had dinner with me knows. I mean, I am the most anti-COVID human on earth. I only want to hug. I only want to high five. <laughs> I only want to eat off people's plates. Yes, that is- But a, Gary, is a, Gary, what I never told you was that he had chewed the piece that you then ate. Gail, what, I'm telling, what I will tell you right now is the lack of fear that I have of that. It's like, you can't imagine, uh, you can't imagine how not skeeved out I am when it comes oh, yeah. to anything. Okay, well then there was a story of inviting you to Unilever and I, I don't think the Anglo-Dutch men in suits had seen someone drop as many F-bombs in about <laughs> 90 seconds that you did and and still let us hire you so that was another one but 
I think, you know, when I think about you, you know, look, a lot of people see sort of the Gary that's that's all over the place. And I think what's really important to know is there's the power of network, which you obviously have, but there's the power of connection, which I think is your gift and your gift to connect with all different types of people um, and the caring and the sincerity that just comes through. So I just have to read this because um, I found this email from July 1st, 2013. So this is seven years ago, okay? okay. The headline is OMG. Two of my favorite people in the world you must meet. Gary, Claude is the coolest, smartest chick I know. She currently lives in London working for some fancy agency on the P&G business. Boo. It's, she's moving back to the States. She needs a kick-ass job. Can you brainstorm with her? Claude, Gary is by far the coolest guy I know. Google him. But of course you know him. But he's even better in person. Please connect. And I think that day... And you guys met and it was like, I knew you, I felt what you needed. I knew her the second you guys met. And so that power of connection um, and just two people, I don't know, you're both so down to earth. You're both so caring. You're both so brilliant. And I'm so happy that you found each other because then I got to stay in the picture. This is true, everybody. This incredible, extraordinary, winning human of a, Juggernaut Gail is the individual that introduced Claude, our chief Howard officer, that so many of you know, to me. And they've been best friends since birth, three, four, what is it? Earth, Earth, Earth. right, moms, right? And um, we share so many tendencies, Gail, which makes me love you because I have a lot of self-love and <laughs> I appreciate you and I, 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 I would love to get that email because I'd love to frame it and put it in my office. I love you for that. I love you for everything that you are. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful birthday. Love, love you. you. Thank you, Gail. That's so cool. Gary, I know it's beautiful. It's like we're gonna ha we need we should have sent you a bunch of Kleenex, Gary. Yeah, Brandon always gets me. <sighs> All right, the next one: New York Times best-selling author, speaker, entrepreneur and founder and CEO of Pencils of Promise, Adam Braun. <laughs> Adam. Hey, Gary. Hey, brother, how are you? Oh, man, I'm doing well, I'm doing I well. Like, I like this. Yeah, yeah, I'm out in the mountains, um, so figured I'd Adam, like to Adam, tell everybody how we physically met, because I think it's one of the great stories that's gonna be fun for. Is that where you were gonna go? 100%, when, when your team reached out, first of all, obviously I text you about it, but Happy birthday. You know, I love you with all my heart. And um, I'm just so grateful to, to have you in my life. Um, and when, when the team said, hey, if you can share one story about Gary, um, I immediately told them, it's a no-brainer. It's the night we met. So, um, you know, I haven't shared this many times before, but uh, a good mutual friend, uh, Matt Hiltzik, said, you know, you and your brother, you got to meet this guy, Gary. Um, you know, you're really gonna hit it off. And and most of all, you're both Jets fans. So obviously I had to yes. wear, wear a little Jets. I love Jets it. For this. Um, and so, you know, we, we meet up at a nice restaurant in Midtown. Um, you know, I have to wait a little bit to get seated. We sit down, 
you know, four of us are, are you know, having a great conversation. Because yeah, AJ joined. And that's right. That's right. That's right. Yep. I forgot. It was, it was a brother get together um, all around. So um, five of us are there having a great meal, just diving in, you know, talking life, family, values, you know, the, the, the whole kind of nine. And uh, I would say within maybe 20 minutes, if, if I, you know, I'm guessing uh, of us sitting down. No, 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 Adam, this is good news. I have a big time memory. Okay, you, perfect. I love what you just did. So there, we're there, the table's not ready. So we, yeah. so it was a uh, Nobu in Midtown. So it had that outside area. So yeah. we've got to go back outside. Right. Because we knew we had to wait 20 minutes. Yeah. We go immediately into Jets football. We're yep. fully in Jets football because we just yep. went to the AFC Championship game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which, yeah, it was a great year. Where we just went to the game before the Super Bowl. We're all talking about the excitement for the following year, and mm -hmm. literally, we're sitting there and up and walks into the restaurant. I'll let you take over. Uh, starting quarterback for the New York Jets, Mark Sanchez, and, and we lose our fucking minds. Yeah, can't believe it. And and not only that, but then the seating is that he is the table over. Basically, like my back behind me. And so, I mean, we're talking, you know, life, football, everything. But obviously, Mark Sanchez is right there. You know, the, all these diehard Jets fans kind of geeking out. And, uh, you know, this was part of what they asked is like, you know, share a story that has a lesson related to Gary. And I remember almost without hesitation, like you just went over, introduced yourself, started a conversation. Next thing you know, his crew has combined tables with a crew, you're talking to him about the reads that he missed and, and <laughs> game, you know, he, he was like off on and he's correcting you and you're like, no, 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 no. Let me tell you what actually happened. And it ended up being just, you know, an all time epic night, an incredible way to start off, you know, a friendship that's really become a, a brotherhood. And, um, you know, it, it was just like that, that fearlessness, um, but the authenticity of like, this is my passion, this is my love, and this is someone that I wanted to dive in with that um, that I just remember so, so well. Um, so it, was, it was an incredible, incredible, uh, incredible night, incredible memory. The, the second very quick one is when Please. I talked to you about um, potentially joining, at the time, the Pencil Promise Advisory Board. Because I remember you you know started to gain interest in it, you and I had started to get close. And at that point in time, people that had the schedule that you had, the success that you've had, you know, usually we kind of slotted them into our advisory board, which meant that they didn't really have to devote much time, but they became a, a meaningful donor and, you know, had kind of the bat phone to call me anytime and get engaged to the extent that they wanted. I remember you saying to me, look, um, I think we were on like Park Ave and probably 18th, like one of those coffee shops around there. And, and you said to me, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to go all in. I've never been on a board of a nonprofit before, but I, I really love what you're building. You know, I, I believe in you. I believe in this organization. And uh, you took the leap and, you know, Pences of Promise would not be the organization that it is today without you. The impact that you've had on, you know, children and, and families around the world is, is just extraordinary. I know it's not something that, um, you know, most people uh, necessarily know you for, but I think that it's something that um, even though you don't, you know, kind of puff out your chest necessarily about that side of your life all the time, it's, it's the part of you that I, I think that I've been so... Um, amazed and, and enamored and, and just um, so grateful for. And I, I want to make sure on a day like today that, that you get the, the recognition that you deserve for, um, for all that you've done for so many. I love you a lot, brother. Say I love you and everybody else. I will. The last thing I'm going to share with you is this little guy right here. He man signed. He man signed. By Cook? 
Yep, by by a original illustrator. And thanks I'm to Gary, I've rekindled my love of cards. And today is actually my twin's birthday. And this is what I'm going to be gifting to my son, part of my childhood. I love that. That's awesome. Happy I birthday to you. Hey, brother. Adam, don't distract him with those trading cards because the show is going to be entirely over. And we've got a next guest. He was your first client, meets professor, guest shark, and vice chairman for the Miami Dolphins, Matt Higgins. Maddie. What's up, Gary? Look at that. Look, you're right over my shoulder, too. Do you see yourself? You and AJ? Uh, yes, that was so fun. One of the literally one of my top three highlights of COVID going fishing with you and AJ a couple months ago. Thank you for pushing us. I love you for that. How you're are you? This is great. This is kind of like your birthday meets your wake, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you, everybody. You, you give the roses to people while they're alive. I like this format. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, 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 for those of you out there who haven't heard the story, I, uh, I, I used to oversee the business operations of the New York uh, Jets, right? And uh, uh, Jeff Fernandez of the Jets, who's our top sales guy, was like, you got to go see this guy in Springfield, New Jersey. He's got a ton of money and he wants to buy the Jets and you got to go sell him a suite. I'm like, I Google him. I'm like, this guy ain't buying a suite. And I don't think he's got a ton of money yet. <laughs> so, but I do the right thing. I go to meet Gary for a, a, a cup of coffee at the, at the bagel store. What's the name of that bagel place, Gary? Bagels, bagels, bagels for you. Bagels for you, right? We sit down. And I really don't want to be doing this. And I remember the first 10 minutes I'm listening to Gary gesticulate about, you know, this is how the world is going. Social media is going to be huge. This is 2009. And he's saying how every, this is completely legit. Every single person is going to become a combination of Comcast and HBO, right? They're going to be the, they're going to be the pipe and they're going to be the content creator because of the smartphone. And me and my little brother, AJ, he's still in college, but when he graduates, we're going to launch a firm and it's going to be huge. We're going to change the world because all these big corporations are, 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 are like battleship carriers and they're not going to be able to manage their social in this world. They're going to need to rely on outside agencies because they won't be nimble enough. Right. And I remember first 10 minutes, I was, you know, whatever, second 10 minutes, like, wow, Gary does see the future. And this guy, like, wow, imagine I could just steal all his good ideas. I could make an entire career out of just emulating them uh, professionally and otherwise. And I was like, first, I'll steal his good ideas of the New York Jets to look like the guy who gets it. And I'll generate features about myself. One of them is hanging in Gary's uh, wall, which I give him zero credit for you know, me being so dynamic. And then I'll just, and then he'll tell me all the good things to invest in. And then I'll do that too. And then I'll tell the world about my great track record. So that's been our relationship for a decade. <laughs> We, we we cut a deal where we nailed it. Four Jets tickets to become a first client, and the conversation was: let's take one player who probably doesn't deserve to be that famous or is not on that trajectory. Yep. We took a safety, right? Yep. Kerry Rhodes, and mm -hmm. we had wine at uh, that place in Summit. I'm forgetting yep. the name. Scalini Fideli. Scalini Fideli, and we cut a deal. And Gary went ahead and started creating a content machine, and Kerry did great. And so I had the honor of being uh, the first client, and then uh, ultimately became Gary's partner. So, you know what I love about Gary is that, uh, you know, we all struggle with being self-possessed and really believing in ourselves. And, and, and what I love about him is that everything you see that you put out there is legitimate. Uh, the thing I admire the most about you is how, how uh, humane you are and how unapologetic you are for being that kind of person and how you are unshakable in your faith in yourself, but in others. And so if there's one area of my life that even at 46, I'm disappointed I have not been able to emulate. I've stolen all your best ideas, but I haven't been able to steer your attitude yet. But I'm working on it, Gary, as is everybody else who follows you. You're a total sweetheart. Like, I love you. Happy birthday. Thank Please you. don't ever die. I'm glad this isn't the wake. I'm glad this is the birthday. I'm trying. I love you, pal. Thank you so much. I, I, I can't explain the brotherhood that we have and I'm so proud of you and thank you for seeing it then and I love being in your corner and you and mine and um, 
I just don't like the Dolphins' success right now. I think you and Mr. Russ and the rest of the Miami people might have figured it out. And while my team still has no wins, it does look that way. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna rub that in. Don't rub it in. Another day right. tomorrow. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Now we've got some OGs of the most OG of Vayner. What would the world possibly do without Marcus? Right. Our beloved David. Guys, Sam, I love you so much. I miss you, brother. Where are you? I'm in Switzerland right now, actually. I love you. Everybody, I was in Turkey yesterday. Sam and my brother AJ met freshman year of, of college playing basketball all the time. Sam transferred to USC, but they're early, sophomore year, right, Sam? But their friendship stayed. And Sam and Sam and Zhang, who Zhang and Marcus are both still at Vayner, major players. Zhang, a dominant player in media. Kudos to me pulling him on the side and saying, Zhang, <laughs> I think you should be in this department. And Marcus is my right hand and my chief of staff. But they're both still here. The reason Sam got the biggest ovation is I miss him and I haven't seen him in a while. Men, talk, you know, a lot of people don't believe, this is a good moment. This is a good moment, I'll tell you why. A lot of people don't believe my stories. People don't believe me. I don't know what to say. People don't believe that at 34, I didn't have the financial ability. You, you know, we started our company at a buddy media conference room. All three of you were the interns that I refer to. All three <laughs> of you started in a conference room at buddy media. I'm getting, I don't want to make- I can verify. You know, I want to yeah. know funny stories about buddy media. Like, and, 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 the context was I wasn't there a lot because I still had a ton of wine library responsibilities. I was barely there even for the first year and a half. Yeah. Anything, that, anything that people, there's a, actually I want to stick here for a second. Um, what did you learn about those days that being good, all of you were better students than me. What did you learn in being true, in true entrepreneurship that you don't think you would have believed if you never had that experience of the fucking dirt that we ate together? Yeah, I mean, that was one of the things we were talking about uh, is I think people would be surprised how much the vision of the company changed in the first two years um, and how often we were bouncing around between different ideas. And one of the things we were talking Daily, about was like, Daily Patient 1%. Panda. We were Daily Daily 10, 10, 10, 10, Patient Panda, Drop.io. Yeah, at lunch network. Yeah. Yep, at lunch, Carl Motes. Um, and, uh, and and basically, we were talking also about, um, wait, Tang, what was it called again? The things we used to do every week that was like almost like coming up with new yeah. ideas for the company? The share and tell. Share and tell. Yeah. So like literally like every week we would have like meetings with the full company, which is like eight people. And like we'd talk about like news, new technologies, like come up with like basically like mini business ideas that we would then like kind of like spin out and try to turn into things. Um, so like the, the social media, like community management aspect of it was really like, 25% of like what we were doing in the first, like really, we did, we did a Tyler Tech Talk, we ran an event um, that Matt Cinema actually basically managed front to back. Think about who was um, at that event and like went on to do what? Yeah, you know? yeah. Travis Kalanick, Dave Morin. Uh, uh, Rose Saka. Who's the guy who did uh, Saka, yeah. So uh, basically, and then really wasn't even until two or three years in when it was like, oh, okay, like this is the thing. Like, okay, now we're gonna like rally around yeah. that. Sam, what was the biggest thing? What was the what 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 is your biggest thing that you kind of you you knew of me for four years? What was something you learned, or something that uh, young professionals or entrepreneurs can learn from? Like what like something like what's a hot take? I mean, 
I think just to be adaptive and not to be precious about anything, you know, we just kind of every day we were constantly experimenting and constantly just trying something new and asking each other questions and involving the team. And I mean, the, the fact that we changed so much was maybe uncomfortable for some people, but I, that was kind of what I loved the most about it, you know, and it prepared me for life too. Like I changes the only constant really. And, um, you know, that was, uncomfortable in the beginning but you have to adapt to what you know what's happening around you and Sam you, you know I'm trying to bring value here as the company grew up we were so close and I was starting to make decisions for 300 people not for 30 person companies and I remember a lot of those things you were either I don't want to use a word for you perplexed disagreed with I'm trying to think of how to bring some value here like in that transition and now looking back now watching it all play out what did you learn, disagree with, now in hindsight agree with, in the game of like making tough decisions because I had to make the ultimate decision of a growing thing? Yeah, I mean, one of the things is like Vayner in the beginning and the first few years always like family first and that's what we talked about, you know? And eventually like you have to also understand that you're not just a family, you're a business. And I, for sure, I got mad at you about a lot of things, you know, <laughs> but I think obviously understanding that you know, like there's, it's more than just family and you have to also kind of evolve it be, with, it can be both. With, it can be both, you know, but you have to also make a differentiation at, at a certain point. And that was tough for me to grasp, but, um, you know, we did it. Zhang, I, I, I view you as such a great leader. What did you learn in that first year or two? Like just being such a 22 year old youngster. I mean, you have a ton of natural kind skill sets or things of that nature, but anything stand out of what you learned to become the leader you are now in those early days? I, I was actually gonna say one thing I, I observed from you, Gary, was just how you, when you made a decision to make a change, it wasn't an incremental change. It would go, basically take it to as far as extreme as you can physically or economically afford to take it. And then see if there's an impact. And if, it, if, there's, if there is, if there's progress, then you kind of lean further into it. And kind of like the, 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 I guess, like the quick decision making of like going all in if you have a hunch and, and you kind of like the trip, uh, the, the incremental changes are rarely going to lead to the outcome that you're hoping for. Marcus, what's the biggest change you've seen in me? So you've been uncomfortably close to me uh, over the last three, four, five years. Biggest change that might be a good learning experience in some ways for somebody? Yeah, I mean, I think you're much more. Um, strategic and I think considerate of like the way you interact with people and like the way that like uh, I think you manage other people like I think that like early on even probably when I first kind of came into like office of CEO first and then chief of staff like you know I, I think very much so everything was around you right and I think it was the company itself was a very much so a manifestation of like kind of like the energy that you brought and the way that you like to run things and I think over the last three years um, obviously you still bring a lot of that and bring that strategically, but there's also an understanding of other people's skill sets, personality types, the way that they like to interact with things and, and you just becoming more and more considerate of that um, is definitely a big piece that's changed. I love the OGs. Love you guys. Thank you. Gary, I still want to know who was the first employee, but we're going to figure that out later. Big debate between Zhang and, and Sam, and only AJ really knows because it was paperwork and logistics and it was hardcore. All right, we'll get to the bottom of that later because next we have 
eBay power user at 13, Forbes 30 under 30, and founder of Micmac, Rachel Tipograph. <laughs> what I am I? I'm sorry. I thought you were thinking about well, what other eBay power user do I know? Other you than yourself. Rach, thank you for being here. Uh, as you know, and it's and it brings me joy based on my reaction, you are truly one of my favorite entrepreneurs in the world. And thank you for doing this. How are you? Of course, good. Happy birthday. Well, I'm thank so you. honored to tell the world uh, how much you mean to me. And I've spoken about this publicly, but uh, you know, you invested in Micmac six years ago. Uh, you were the first check-in outside of my parents. And when you wrote the first check, because we'll get to the second check, you told me that I was going to learn one big lesson. Do you remember what the lesson was? Uh, no. The lesson was patience. You told me that it takes five years to build a real business. So five years from the time that you wrote the first check, I hit around four million in revenue. And you know, now we're a year past that, I'm on year six, and the company's gonna be at 15 million in revenue. And your initial investment is over 10X its initial value. And you were one of the only people who ever believed in me. So that was the first check. The second check was a much harder moment. And that was a year and a half into your first investment where I realized I needed to change the business model. And it was summer 2016. And I tried to go out and market and raise money. I actually got a term sheet. And then that investor pulled it from me. And I was so desperate. And I remember spending the whole weekend sort of living in fear. And then I worked up the courage to call you. And I told you what happened. And I said, these are the three reasons why I believe I need to change the business model. And this is the one reason why I think you need to reinvest in the company. And you said, I need to talk to my CFO, but you have my word that I'm going to help you. And 24 hours later, you called me and you told me that you could reinvest in the company. And if you didn't do that, Micmac would not be where it is today. You, um, I believe in you and always have. I really think you're an incredibly talented woman who I just knew looked like me in a different form and would go through those, you know, you were this great executive at Gap and other places and I just knew that once you calibrated what this game actually was, that you would be a huge winner and it's been a great joy in my life to be such a supporter of you. Yeah, I'm so grateful. Oh, that's it, that's it, all right. Oh, Rach, I love you. I love you so much. Thank you, I'm here to be Andrea today, so. That's oh, God. We got the muscle on here, <laughs> that's right. Next up, we've got a 40 under 40 winner serving the who's who of brands from Samsung to Hulu to TikTok, mm. Nick Tran. My man. Oh, Yeah, up? what's good, bro? You know, just celebrating your birthday, just like you helped me celebrate my birthday last week. With my super fun. It's yeah. good to see you, bro. I love it. Um, I have a fun story to share that's not business related, actually. This is okay. one of the first dinners we had. I don't know if you remember. but. Far away. Uh, we went to uh, Hunt and Fish Club in New York. It was like 1030 at night. And it was one of those first interactions that we had where we were just starting to get to know each other, which I thought was really cool. We obviously like hit it off, but you definitely um, shot me a note saying like, hey, I'm free at 1030. Do you want to meet at this place? 
I walked in and it looked like one of those scenes from a movie where you expect to like see senators <laughs> or like Congress people or who, you know, whoever who's who in life. And as we walked in, I noticed a bunch of people kept stopping you on the way back to the table saying like, oh, Gary V. And they wanted to shake your hand and you were ridiculously gracious and you stopped by and you actually like hung out with each person that recognized you and you spent time with them. So I, first it made me realize how grounded someone could be, even if they're that you know well-known and popular and all that fun stuff. Anyway, we get to the back of the table and they bring out the menu. You ordered like a seafood tower or whatever else you like ordered. And uh, the the manager came out and he's just like, you know, Mr. Mr. Vaynerchuk, we're so happy that you're here. Everything's on us. We're, we're gonna take care of the full bill. We'll take care of everything. And I remember without me thinking, I literally blurted out to you. I said like, that's kind of messed up. And you were like, what are you talking about? Do you remember this at all or no? I don't, which is funny because I remember most shit. So I'm like, I'm like literally riveted because I'm excited to see, like, yeah. I don't know the answer to this test. So I'm like, what the fuck yeah. did you say? So then uh, I, I literally told you without thinking, and this is obviously early in our relationship. And I yeah. said, you're the last person that needs a free meal. Hmm. Like of everyone in this restaurant, you're probably the last person. And yet they gave it to you, which is kind of fucked up. And then you literally said, you're right. And that moment of like clarity where you were just like, I'm taking this feedback. I'm accepting it. And you told me, that's why I'm going to give the staff like a huge tip. And you literally gave the staff a huge tip and you, you showed me two things. One, you were just like humble about taking that, that feedback, but two, you're extremely generous and empathetic. And you recognize that the people there that needed it the most were the servers and you gave back to them in a big way, which I was just like, this guy is genuine and he's real and I can't wait to have him to be you know, a bigger part of my life. And since then we've done a bunch of stuff together. We're now doing cards, which I, promised Andrew I wouldn't talk about, but I brought it up anyways. Nick, 14 seconds on when I first told you you need to get into cards because I think it's a ridiculous story because it was so early and it was so not on anyone's radar. So I'm just dying to get your perspective of how you took that in. Yeah, no, I mean, I, we've, we've told this story once before, but it was literally a breakfast that we had. We, we, we obviously LA. together in LA. And then you said, I have an idea that's going to melt your face off. <laughs> You, you had me hooked. It was like the best opening line ever. I'm going to use that line. <laughs> yeah, moving on. But you told me to go buy Luca. And I remember going on eBay that day and Luca was going for $35 for a PSA 10. So I started buying a few of them up. And before we knew it, you know, a year and a half later, they're going for 1500 or, <laughs> or whatever the number is. So and the happiness, the happiness. Oh my God. That's what matters the most. Like the camaraderie that we have now with a bunch of dudes that are just like loving cards and this text chain that goes off every single day about like what's going on with sports and life and culture and everything. It's amazing. So obviously thank you more for bringing me into that world. All the, all the people that have boards, all the people that um, are building empires, you need to know this man, one of my favorite marketers in the world. It's so fun to have Rach and Nick. You know, I'm of the age now where I'm not the whiz kid. I'm in a place where I can see the whiz kids coming up and Nick, I've admired your work at Taco Bell. I loved meeting you at CES for two seconds. I n now recall the, the hunt and fish, but I recall so many other things. I, I think you're gonna have a hall of fame marketing career and you're a hall of fame good person. And I, I'm really glad you came here. Thank you so much. Of course, happy birthday. Love you. All right. Thanks, Nick. Gary, next up, we've got another serial entrepreneur. That seems to be a theme here. Master of the company Flip and just a good buddy, Michael Lazaro. Oh, oh. Gary. Laz. What's up, buddy? Laz, were you listening to the Buddy Media Conference Room story? I was. I love and you. 
two things came to mind, which I hadn't thought about. One is that I think I could be responsible for VaynerMedia in two ways. We gave you the start, but a year into it, you came to me and you said, Laz, buy this from me for $5 it's million. Dollars. It's true. That part has never been told. You've nope, told me kind of starting in Funny yep. Media. You yep. came to me and said, buy this from me for yep. $5 million. Yep. And you remember what I said? No. I said, this is your future. Are you I taking full credit? Look at, I love it. Listen. No, I said, this is your future. AJ, are you still you need to You need to put your head down and build it. And, you know, without VaynerMedia, there's no Vayner. Yeah, that's X, just right? you know, 100%. You know, it's and funny. So, it's a story. I got to talk to AJ about telling the story. It was a story predicated on AJ really not wanting to do it. And, and, at, that point, and at that point, I wasn't able to do it 100%. And that, and you're absolutely right. And then, and then when that happened, it was, oh, there's AJ. This story is true. I guess that's AJ Vayner Sports. Um, oh, he is. I'm still on. Yeah. And, and that was, a, we talk about, you know, what's funny about that story? Me and AJ, <laughs> when, we, when I realized AJ was serious, he didn't want to do it anymore. And I was like, fuck, I'm not ready to run it. We're like, we gotta do this with Laz because we believe in Laz so much. I'm still not sure if we wouldn't have made more money selling it to you because you fucking are a gangster and sold your company for uncomfortable I mean, amounts of money. What you were doing was such a hard business at the time that there was no way I was gonna do it. And so <laughs> the fact that you wanted to get out of it was absolutely the right move. The fact you were in it, I'm like, wow why are these guys doing this business? Like it's like client by client by client right. at a time when social media was hot, but the money was not big, right? Not even like if, if you got a $20,000 deal, it was like, we're going to Sizzler, right? <laughs> now it's kind of like, there's so much money in social media, but you know, for us, I think what's, you know, and I love seeing you fight with Cass and I love your kind of relationship where you go at each other. But, you know, some of my best memories are really just family time. You know, your dad playing ping pong with Miles in Turks and Caicos. And I didn't think both of them were going to leave the room. It they, was, they were heated going yeah. after each other. And I think Miles was three. What about when you I know, tried to pay off your kids to become Jets fans? Well, that, I mean, that's been well told and it's got million of views, millions of views. That was amazing. Um, but you know, really you, you care, you set a great example and, you know, looking back over the way too many years that we've been friends, I couldn't imagine doing buddy media without you and really turning to you in key times of my life. So thank you for everything. Um, I love, I love the texts, which are, I haven't seen you forever. We have to get together for dinner. There's nothing more important. Are you free Tuesday at 11.30 p.m.? <laughs> Get like, out no, of I'm here. asleep. I'm asleep at 11.30. If it's that important, 11.30, that's the slot I get. 11.30 is my main, that's my main slot. Like, that's when I I'm know, at my freshest. The rest of you. us need sleep. So happy birthday. Love kids. you. Love you. You are absolutely one of my favorite entrepreneurs. Everybody in my community that's deep knows my admiration for you. I look up to you. I love you. I'll see you soon. Okay. See ya. <laughs> the 1130. <laughs> so true. That's what makes it funny. All right, Andrew. All you're right. Thank you for this. Thank you to you and everybody at Vayner. This is an 
epic. I didn't know the details, so this is exciting. <laughs> hey, it's been it's it's been one of the, the the greatest thing is the outtakes and all the side stories. We're gonna have to do another show about that later. I love on. it. I love it. All right. So next up, we've got another OG Vayner. Um, he people is his hobby. He's an entertainer with a big heart, Robert Souza. Oh, the Sous. What's up, baby? What's up, my guy? I am good. I'm sitting here in the, the Studio A at uh, Irvington Plaza in uh, Westchester, and I'm loving to be here. So I, glad, yeah. Robert, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in. I apologize because I actually think you can bring a ton of value to a, a lot of people that follow me, and I have a very specific question. So. You, you, you were an incredible, you know, executive in the fashion industry in Canada, which led to you being early with relationships with people like John Legend and just other, like, you know, sizzle, a lot of things, you know, a lot of people with a lot of notoriety. What's the most unique difference of how I play it that you've observed? Because I think you have a very interesting point of view on this, and it's something that I'm not sure what you're going to say, but I, I'm excited because I think it might help people who are starting to command more followers, more awareness. And I think, you know, I'm just, I'm just so curious actually to the, the way I've navigated in your eyes versus the other 8,000 people that I know you know that all navigated in my opinion in a more similar way, though I don't know the answer to the question of like what you've observed that's different. And I think it might help some people right now. So that's why I went there. Does that make sense? hundred percent. Uh, and it's a lot of thought that, that, I think about all the time, by the way, so it's easy for me to answer. Uh, I hope I do a decent job of it for you. Uh, I mean, listen, first- For them, first, for them honestly. For, and for, for everybody. So first and foremost, um, I, I, I spent 20 years in luxury fashion with Hugo Boss and Valentino. Yes, I worked with uh, the Four Seasons to John Legend to you name it, uh, Armani and all these folks. And, and, I, and at, at, at 2000, at, at 46, no, 44, I joined VaynerMedia uh, with, with Gary at uh, running Vayner Live. Um, I was 44, uh, which makes me 50 today. And, and I never had a mentor in fashion that was younger than me. By the way, I still have not had a mentor that was younger than me. So to actually leave Vayner two years later, still working with you and, and have a mentor that's five years younger than me was amazing. And why is that? Because you really showed me a different perspective than anything I've ever seen in the way you do business. As you talk about it, so my, my learning, by the way, because I was asked to have something to bring to the table for your fans, was your approach to efficiency and time and execution. And I can tell you, you already know this because you have a thousands of creatives in your world. Fashion is all about romanticism, as you call it, and creatives. We could talk about the color blue for another hour, two hours, about what we, you know, what was our spiritual in, you know, inspiration around the collection, around the song we wrote, and we can go on, and it's great to do it. But I learned you can do that with 10 more people a day if you just got more efficient. And I'll never, I'll never forget some of the, the, the first meetings at Vayner when I was used to like going to a room for an hour, and people told me in seven minutes where the meeting was done, and I had to leave. <laughs> And I was like, what, what is this place? I don't understand it. And, and dude, it took me a long time to understand. And by the way, it may have been right till the second year till I understood the idea. I still didn't understand it, actually. But now I do because you and I have something in common. We, we probably love to meet every person in the world. Every, all of them. And I still try to. Uh, I do it over drinks. You do it over calls and, and meetings and all that stuff. But I got to tell you, I actually was incentivized by learning 
that I can get as much done in, in, in 10 minutes that I used to do in an hour. And it's important to get to know people. But you also taught me something by saying in the beginning of a meeting, after the, the quick rub and the quick icebreaker, you know, hey, how can I help you? And what we also share in common is the idea that you have to give first, man. Like you have to give. What can I help you with? Who's yeah. not going to be open-minded to that conversation? And it was authentic. If you don't have authenticity, then none of it really goes anywhere. So I will tell you that execution is number two, getting it done. That's what I love to do. I'm not a big, you know, you saw you saw me struggling with, you, you actually once said to me, it pains me to watch you in a boardroom looking at a documents with clients. It just pains me because that's I not who I am, let alone you. You're magic. You're, you're magic in your element. And this is what I'm trying to get everybody, Michael Roche, uh, Bar Slate, Ashley Snow, Daniel Clark, all the people in the chat right now, if you're watching, please comment on what stream you're watching because I'm watching. I want people to be put in a position to succeed. Yeah. And, it's, and, why, it's, uh, why, it's why I wanted you to build Susan Associates. I and you nailed it. And by the way, it took me 46 years and someone five years younger than me, that's not even in luxury. That's not in my industry. And to tell me, hey man, this is what you do. And, and you talked about it on various shows about, you know, being you, not being someone else. You said it on an episode. I don't know what it was, but you talked about maybe the four Ds where you said, hey, man, you know what? You have to actually not worry about people judging you to be able to be efficient and to, to use time wisely. If people judge you for it, then you're going to have too many problems trying to figure out what's the right thing to do and you'll never win. Anyways, thank you, man. Love you, brother. Happy thank birthday. You. Love, you. Love, you. Love the show. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. Next up, you ready, Gary? You need a pause. Nope. I know Lou said you got to look at the text, so I'm gonna I'm gonna remind you that just so it's, it's, it's all good, all good, but not now because we've got rapper, singer, songwriter Tara Wack. Tara Wack. <laughs> Tara Wack. Is she here, Georgia? Is she here? Uh oh. I know we got a lot of people in that backstage room so maybe we got a little bit oh she just left us all right i think she's going to come back on in just right. a second. so maybe what we do georgia let's hear from stephanie mcmahon gary i am so sorry that i can't be there in person uh but i did want to make sure i recorded a video for you um Late night yacht parties and can aside, I think one of the things that we really have in common and where you really touch my soul is in the love and respect that you clearly have for your father and the way that you speak about him, um, the, the way that you light up, you know, when you talk about him. I think that uh, that's something that, that really resonates to me. And it's not necessarily a lesson learned. I think it's something important that we should all share because love and respect is what brings us all together. And I just have to say thank you for bringing this world together in so many different ways with your leadership, your entrepreneurship, your community, everything that you do. And, um, you know, I look forward to the next party on the yacht. So happy birthday, Gary. I can't wait to see you. I love that. You know, being a you know, I couldn't agree with her more. Like admiration for pops is a real thing, and I know she has it. And obviously, I love wrestling so much, so that was super awesome. Thanks, Steph, and thanks, Andrea, for this continued epic day. All right, we going? 
Yeah, we got some more folks that are going to come in. Uh, it's your college gang. Let's see who. What? Whoa. what? Let's fucking go. <laughs> Let's go. Happy we birthday. are one in the building. Let's fucking go. Oh, my What's God. What's up, G? What's up? What's up, G? Miz, what's good? Moose, you good? Oh, my God. Yeah. Happy what birthday, I... my brother. What's up, LA? Dustin, what's up, man? Oh, this is fucking amazing. Hey. 301 is the fucking hey. spot. That's right. 301, baby. 301. <laughs> Twice in one day, Gary. I know, Glenn. Oh, my God. It's so great to fucking see you guys. What's good? What do you got? Yeah. Moose, Moose, tell them how I told you how to hustle. Uh, that, that, uh, that might take too long. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have that much time. LA, tell the story of how we got up super early in fucking college to go to Toys R Us. That was my story. Don't go cut ahead, it. Glenn, Glenn, take it. You tell it. All right. So we, we're. Glenn don't know how to use all this type stuff. <laughs> Glenn, get off mute. College. Real quick. Go ahead, Glenn. I'm on mute. No, you're good. Go, Glenn. So <laughs> freshman year of college, we all just click right away. Well, it's a Friday night. Joe! About is there room for night. Joe here? There's always room for Tokyo Joe, baby. J-Y-O. <laughs> ah, Joe! There's been a lot of successful people on this today. A lot <laughs> yeah, of successful well, people on here. We thought we would bring it down a little bit. <laughs> Want to level the playing field for the rest of the folk. Yo, real quick, everybody, this middleman, the real handsome one, Iraq, that's the fucking guy when I tell this story, when I got the interception in the game, and the kid was, <laughs> this is the man that came out running out and pulled a fucking baseball bat out of his fucking pants. Let's go, eat. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Glenn. All right, so we're drinking. It's a, it's a big Friday night, probably first after <laughs> college. Saturday morning, it's about 7 8 o'clock, and there's Gary. Hey, anybody want to take me to Toys R Us? We're all hungover. I'm like, Toys R Us? Is he kidding me? I'm like, what the hell is he going to Toys R Us for? We're in college. It's true. Everybody knows this is my fucking true fucking family. I love you fellas so much. What stories we got? Moose. Go to Toys R Us, 8 o'clock oh, over, Joe. Moose. Moose. Telegraphic. <laughs> What kind of classic? Wendy's? A clean classic. What about, what about when we went to Foxwoods? We would drive four hours to go to Foxwoods and then be in the casino for nine minutes and then go home. <laughs> it took longer to get gas than the amount of time in the casino. You, you could talk about Warren's face after that loss. <laughs> oh. This is a real story. Tell This is a real story. All these guys and I, on a Saturday morning, the Knicks are playing the Pacers. Here's the lesson. It's never fucking till it's over. The, all the fellas here, we're watching Knicks Pacers. Un, unfortunately, Joe here is a Pacers fan. But but you were emerging then, Joe, because I don't remember you being the worst in the team. Dude, and, my camera and audio is going insane right now. Well, that's because Glenn is breaking right, the whole dude. fucking thing. Why am I? I didn't break the internet, did I? No, you didn't break it, Glenn. Anyway, the story <laughs> is very simple. Everybody left to go play basketball. I said, I'm watching the end of the game. And it was the Reggie Miller game. And when I went outside and told them the Knicks lost, not a single fucking person believed me. I know you remember that LA because your fucking face when I told you that, you were stunned. And you cried. 
and you're crying. How about how about how you broke every hole and put a hole in every single wall when the Jets played? And I do them. Man, what's good, baby? You Don Maynard. Don Maynard. Hey. Don Maynard. E, Don tell Maynard. Him about the bar. Tell him about the bar. E. E, oh, you're not bar. How 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 oh, a kid that doesn't oh, drink or anything sets up a bar in, in, a, in a college dorm room to make a killing. <laughs> Clay, turn off your camera. You're fucking everybody up. Turn off. I don't do that. Hey, we got too many stories. We we got way too much love, too much camaraderie, too many good times, too many bad times. G, you the man, bro. Glenn still talking. You will always tell anybody. We what? love you, man. Can we redo Anything this at all or no? Gosh, I, might have, I might have to turn this into a podcast. Miz, what do you got, man? You've been looking pretty. You got to say something. <laughs> is he him? <laughs> oh, this is the fucking best. Joe, don't worry. We're going to make this a podcast because we got to tell the story about when Glenn jumped over the thing. Like, we got to do an ask. I, I had. I had a good story. Joe, you got no, Joe. You got the mic. I mean, honestly, I can hear myself from thirty seconds ago talking. Just yeah. talk. I promise you, just talk. Okay. I can't. I don't. I'm not going to do the story, but I will drop a couple of things. So, Gary. I mean, everyone knows Gary as this ultra successful businessman, and I know Gary as a guy that would eat the big toes, the big toes toenail for five dollars. We didn't even need the five dollars. The man would not lose a bet no matter what it was. <laughs> He's going, Joe. What? what? Keep going, Joe. I'm hearing Is what Glenn I just said now. Kind of Let me enjoy it for a second. Is hey, Glenn still talking? We're on, we're on limited what? time. Everything else is broken up, too. <laughs> All right. The man would not lose that no matter what it was. I fucking Who's love going? you. Guys. Listen, I'm, we're going to turn this into a I real can't podcast. have shit. I know you can't, Miz. And I got earbuds <laughs> in. Miz, tell, tell a story, man. I hear Glenn in the back mumbling about some shit. He sound like a fucking rapper right now. Let's go. I don't know what the fuck he's saying back there. Mad appeal for life, baby. Mad a fucking appeal. They're going to give him a contract. <laughs> <laughs> I'm new. I'm the new Post Malone. <laughs> well, worse than, worse than that. Shut the hell up. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Glenn, what the hell are you talking about right now? Move. Tell a story. Right. My stories are X-rated. Okay, so you're out. Tokyo. I love you, man. Happy birthday. I love yeah, you. Yeah, happy man. birthday, G. I, I love mean, you, fellas. We'll figure this out one day. Miss, I love you. That was the Somebody's moves. Can we get a man? All, all the fake social media people out there. This is real. Not none of that <laughs> fake shit. All of hey, man. You guys love, love. Thanks so much, you guys. 301, baby. Thank you. Thank you. 301. G, happy birthday, man. Thank you, Miss. I love you. Deuces. And there are even more of them, Gary. We just couldn't fit them all in the backstage. <laughs> Those were the ones. Those were the right ones.
Oh my gosh, my face hurts, but we got a comedian coming on next. He's a comedian, writer, Emmy Award winner, Hassan Minaj. Oh, my hey, 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 hey. Hassan, were you watching that? Yo, how am I gonna how am I gonna follow a dude who pulled a bat out of his jeans? I'm gonna say this before you say anything. In the history right. of my life, in the history of my life. One of the most flattering things that have ever happened to me is when I had you on my podcast, I have such immense admiration for your talent and your humanity. And you came on that show and you started dropping so many nuances of the things that I've been saying for the last five years <laughs> that I don't know if anybody, like, to say, like, unless you have a photographic memory, I was like, my God, this guy, really knows my content, like the most super, super, super fans that I've ever come across. It was humbling, it meant the world to me. I've never really, really told you like how much yeah. it pierced me and I'll never forget it to the day I die. It meant so much to me. Bro, I came in like it was my SNL audition. Like I'm like, this is my Gary Vaynerchuk. Like I knew, like you know what I'm saying? Um, no, I'm, bro, happy birthday, man. I just wanted to come Thank in you. and show love, man. Thank you, brother. Bro, you're you're no. acting now on some sort of what, what what are you in the second season of? Because I watched the first um, season. The morning show. The morning show, dude. I'm a I'm a dramatic up. actor, bro. Bro, I'm fired up. I'm I, I watched the whole first season and now that you're in, I'm like, can't wait. Yo, it is it is straight soap opera status, man, but it's dope. It's really dope. How you been? Listen, man, Yo. I just gotta say thank you, man, for being an inspiration. Like even your proof that immigrant kids with ADD can go the distance. So that means like, it <laughs> means so much to me. Even when they go to college with those kind of fucking characters. Totally, totally. But also, man, what you did with the sneaker deal inspired me to start doing product. Start I doing saw yeah, man. Like, shout out to you, I saw that this morning. A lot of people Congrats, but a lot of people don't know. Like I was like, hey, Gary was the one of the first people that kind of put me onto that of like, yo, like a non-athlete, we can, we can do this. You know what I mean? So. Shout outs to you, bro, being a vanguard, being a visionary. Uh, I miss you, being bro. you, man. I can't wait to like have proper dinner. I can't wait. Talk about somebody I can't wait to hug. Congrats on all your success. Thank you, you bro. You haven't fucking started, man. I admire you a lot for your sweetness. You're a sweet fucking dude. Thank you, bro. Appreciate that. <laughs> you busted my balls, though, when we hung out where you're like, what was your GPA? Well, it, like, You took the GPA thing to a whole nother level as if I wasn't like a hustler, too. You know what it is? It's... It's the same thing you just saw with my buddies. Like yeah. I have, I have instant forever friendship with you. So yeah. you go into that fun rag mode. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't even mean it. I was just having fun. Uh -huh. I'm happy to be with you. So uh, you, all right, bro, man. Thank I you so much. much love, Thank man. you. Happy birthday, Thank bro. you, bro. Peace. Thanks, Hassan. So Gary, take a breath. Next up, we've got investment banker, philanthropist with a huge heart, and a badass chairman and CEO of Aqui, Hope. Tates. Oh. Hope, how are you? You can't, what's happening with your audio? Can't hear me? Now I, I can. Hear, I can hear you perfectly. Hi, Hope. Hi, Gary. Happy birthday. Thank hey, you. Hey, listen, I'm the only person in the finance world that you had me sit outside your office for a half an hour to wait to be interviewed to go on the Pencils of Promise board, okay? <laughs> I sat there, okay, and you made me wait for a half an hour, okay? And I'm like, who the hell is this guy, okay? 
and how lucky am I to have gotten to know you? Okay? You are one of my great friends. I love you so much. I admire <laughs> you so much. I want the whole, you know how much I want the whole world to know you because I think you bring so much value. Thank you for being here. So, but you bring so much value. What everybody knows is about the Gary that hustles and everything, but the, what they don't know is that the Gary has the biggest heart in the world. The Gary that I have seen all through the philanthropic side, who cares so deeply about kids, who's motivated, who's motivated us to be better givers. Gary, you're, you're the most amazing, okay? I have this for you. Nothing's impossible until the word itself is impossible. You're the, these are your words, okay? And then the one I thought you'd really have, this is, and I'll send and give this to you when I'm in person. Please. I'm not a control freak. <laughs> but I can show you the right way to do that. Gary, you remember the time you yelled at me and you're like, you're not going to fucking walk out on here because you care too much about those kids, okay? I remember that moment very much because I love you so much and I I love I love understanding people and you know, being on that board really enabled me to flex in a different way and I have and I also understand intent. It's one of my great luxuries that I was gifted. My ability to understand intent is so high and I know what your intent is. That's the truth. And you called me out from the beginning, okay? And again, even having made me wait and you taught me the value and you've given me unbelievable skills and the partnership we have in life that I hope goes on till your next 45 years birthday. I can't wait and for our 90th birthday. I love you with my whole heart. I am proud to proud to be your friend, proud to support you, and proud to shout your name out to the world because of all the good you do. I love you for that. Thank you for being here, Hope. Thank okay. you so much. Continued success. Uh, bye, guys. Thank you, Hope. <sighs> Next up, we've got from the tippy-top leadership at Levi's to American Eagle to Luxury and now a wine pro, Robert Hansen. Ugh. <laughs> hey, Gary V. Happy birthday. Guess what I'm pouring to celebrate you? A little empathy white. I love you for that, my friend. It's it's early in Cal- too early in California to be drinking wine to celebrate your birthday, but I'm doing it anyway. There are very few people on earth that I think, and I think this is a good time to say this because I think some friends are coming here and showing different angles of me that a lot of you don't get to see. So thank you for the way, Andrea, all of you program this. Robert is a, in a very small hand group of people who I think cares more about the world than himself, understands consumer behavior. We, we, we have an incredible overlap of tendencies and points of views and perspectives. And I, I really adore you, Robert. And thank you for taking five minutes to say what's up. Well, well likewise, and I'm gonna take a sip of the wine. Mmm. <laughs> I figured it's, uh, what is it? It's 1222 in California. I'm starting happy hour early. Happy birthday. I couldn't be happier to be here with, and, uh, with you than, than, than having this opportunity. I, you know, given what you said, I wanted to say um, uh, something that maybe others haven't said. I've been watching as much as I can. Uh, the thing that I've so enjoyed about getting to know you, man, and we've known each other for about seven years now, is you are so, and I'll use your favorite F-bomb, fucking incredibly competitive. You are like ruthlessly ambitious, um, but you have this perfect balance of being tough-minded and warm-hearted. Um, and one of the things that I think is a, a, a thought that is not used in business enough is combining competitiveness and ambition with love and kindness. 
and people don't use those words often enough uh, in business. And I just wanted to share with the group, uh, Gary joined a leadership conference uh, for CBI a couple weeks ago. And it was a two-day virtual conference. And I read all the results of kind of the feedback the team had. And the thing that was the most resonant is the discussion that you had with uh, my colleagues, Malika and Jim, because that was what you discussed. You discussed being ruthlessly competitive and ambitious and being agile and innovative and, and, and driving as hard as hell to make a difference in the world. But frankly, doing it in the right way. And you know, you, you said it and I appreciate it. I believe we're here to not only make business a source of economic opportunity, but a force for positive change in the world. And that's why I love you back, man. I love it. I, I, I can't, uh, how you doing? What, what's, uh, you know, had a good meeting with Nate and John today, getting our shit together. So uh, like that's fun. Um, what are you seeing out there in the wine and spirits business while well, we got one minute just for fun since I always yeah. like no, we're, doing, we're actually doing great. And those guys are doing great. I, for all those who don't know, um, you know, we acquired uh, Gary's Empathy Wine brand with his found, co-founders, John and Nate, and they're on the team now. And we're just doing great things. Look, I, I think like every other consumer category out there, there's a lot of action coming really fast from highly innovative, new to world, digitally native brands. And, uh, the, you know, the big companies are having to play catch up in terms of being consumer first, being much more agile and innovative in their approach to building consumer demand and uh, doing things that are just surprising and, and delightful. And, uh, and what I love about working with John and Nate is it's the agility, that speed with which you guys work and how we're bringing it to a big uh, CPG company. Company like CBI, that's what's happening. In terms of the wine business, uh, you know, the ever elusive challenge for you, Mr. Winophile. I'm going to tell one funny story before I get kicked out. I'll come to it in a moment. But what is going to be the next, next thing yeah. that turns on the category uh, beyond? You know, yeah, yeah. You know, the big growth of the the chewy Napa, you know, cabs. I want to hear. I want to hear the story, and I know we're at it. So, like, let, tell the one quick story. No, when we were trying to close the deal, you may not remember this, is I, I, I know a lot of winophiles, but I don't know a better winophile than the CEO of CBI, Bill Newlands. And he invited us uh, to have dinner at a restaurant close to his home pre-COVID. And Gary walks in, not only does he get called out by some random guy in Winnetka, Illinois, uh, which I found entertaining, and you you ate like two loaves of bread that night. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> I don't know if you were nervous or what. But Definitely then, not nervous, hungry as shit, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> then you literally spun in circles around that table, kind of wine of filing out with Bill Newlands, who's probably got one of the best wine sellers I know of anybody in the industry. So it was a very enjoyable experience for me. But Thank you're you. an amazing guy. Uh, and I'm so happy you're to spend a little bit. You're even more. I really adore you. Thank you, brother. Okay. Love you, man. Take care. Have a good rest of the event. Thank you. Thanks, yeah. Robert. It's fun. Next up, we've got some more. Can we, make, can, we make, can, we, can we make this the marketing for the now all the time? Like, I, this is fun. <laughs> it's so easy to put together. Thank you. So easy. So next up, we've got some more OG Vayner faves. They've got lots of stories. Oh, okay. We got extra time for this one. These guys are important. So you got 10. <laughs> oh, 10. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Thank and her you. husband at Vayner, just saying. Stain <laughs> <laughs> knows that game. Like, you know, like <laughs> more marriages and future babies, hopefully. Ella, <laughs> I haven't I haven't caught up with you in the longest of all. How are you? What do you got to share? I'm dying. I'm so <sighs> curious. 
What's the um, well, you can see right behind me, a uh, baby bassinet. <laughs> I have a seven week old daughter. Um, so that's been my life for the past few months, but everything's good. Still doing copywriting um, as a freelancer and using the things that you taught me. Um, enjoying the football season. That's all I'll say. Yes. That's all I'll say. <laughs> so good to see you. Great to see you. Happy birthday. Thank you. Who say, yeah. what do you got? What's a good story? Like what? I feel like you yeah. and I, you, you and I have <laughs> a relationship in my heart. Like <laughs> you, you can literally go anywhere here. Yeah, um, that's good stories. I, yeah, I'll do my. So we, our, our stories, all three of our stories are centered around uh, competition, um, okay. and how much you love competition. Uh, and so mine was. Uh, so you, uh, we went to Africa together to Ghana for Pencils of Promise. Um, right. Gary's a big supporter, so a bunch of us from Vayner uh, got to go to see, uh, got to go to a, a trip to Africa to see some schools. And, uh, one of the, uh, things you got to do on that trip is to see a school being built. Um, so you see some of the schools, you meet some people and you get, you get to see a school being built. And this is like rural Ghana. Um, you know, you're out in a, like a village essentially, and you're watching the schools being built. And so what they were doing was making bricks. Um, and so there was like these big metal sort of like containers. It was blistering hot. We'd spent days like on this BW bus. Um, and we get there and we're like, oh, let's learn how to make a brick. And so Gary's like, I'm gonna make the most fucking bricks. And we're like, well, like Gary, is that no one's like trying to compete to make the most bricks? And he's like, Yeah, we are. You all are. Everyone's competing to make as many bricks as possible. And so there's like hundreds of people just like making their bricks, doing their thing, like milling around. And then there's like, us from Vayner just like hustling down the thing, like stamping bricks. Um, and it was like the most stressful part of that entire trip. And I remember at the end of that, uh, we were all tired of sweat, dripped in sweat, right? Because we had just been making like hard bricks in the sun. And uh, you had a you had a shirt that said uh, "One Life" on it, uh, one of your, your Gary shirts. And there was a, a random guy I don't think spoke English, but he saw your shirt and he was like "One Life," and he started yelling "One Life," and you guys both started yelling "One Life" together for a while. <laughs> and then Gary, you took you literally took your shirt off and gave it to the guy. Um, and then we had to go back in the car with you, like shirtless and sweaty, <laughs> just like bricklaying experience. But that was never really true. But Gary competes all the time at everything. Oh man, I love that. That's such a good one. Thank you, Steph. What do you got? Hi, Gary. Happy um, birthday. I love you. Great to see you. So great to see you. So happy to be here. Honored to be here. Um, so yeah, my competition story before the gushy stuff is going to take us way back to the first year of VaynerMedia. So um, little little history, um, I was the sixth employee of VaynerMedia. I met Gary at a conference and made the best decision of my life to join him in the founding team. And we had such a wild ride creating what VaynerMedia is today. And in that first year, we kept it small and tight. We were honing our craft and we had a really amazing crew. And uh, we took a trip to Vermont together, whole company. And Gary was texting us the whole way up about all the competition we were going to have. And we were already competing on what time the cars would arrive actually before we got yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So the whole thing was a competition. And then the first game we actually played was Manhunt, uh, throwback to everyone's childhood. And we're out there in teams playing Manhunt. And then we're like, hey, we're all away in this beautiful place. Bunch of us were inside, we're making dinner, having some drinks. All of a sudden, Gary comes in like 20 minutes after we're full on just hanging out and no one else is playing manhunt in a pink polo, grass stained, 
fists in the air. I fucking won. <laughs> I'm in a bush while we're all hanging out, jumping in that manhunt. <laughs> that just has always carried on through as long as I've known you. And I just wanted to bring it back to that like true early day story. Um, just so much hustle, so much heart. Um, and yeah, I'd love to hear Ellis too. And then I'll get to you. <laughs> yeah, I just want to uh, share a story and remind everyone that even if Gary isn't playing, he still won't concede any power. Um, because at our five-year Vayner reunion, the first year that we went to camp, we did a big team scavenger hunt and I was a team captain. I was pumped up, you know, I was like, all right, I'm gonna show Gary, like I can motivate the team, you know, I'm getting into my groove. And, you know, some of the teams were competing, some of the teams were enjoying. not enjoying. Um, and I was like, all right, team, sorry, but we're doing all this. We're jumping in the pool, we're running around the lake, we're, you know, doing everything. So we get to the end, we're the first by far. And I'm like, yes. I did it, you know, and all the other teams kind of come in and we settle in. I'm telling everyone that we won. <laughs> and then Gary, you decided that, you know, actually <laughs> it's not gonna be the first team that finished that wins. I'm gonna have everyone give speeches about why they should win. <laughs> and then I will decide. And uh, I, I wish I could remember who, but someone not me <laughs> gave the <best> speech. <laughs> it still burns though. It still it, burns. It, it burns. <laughs> it burns. Um, no, but it was it was a great experience, and uh, we had fun doing it. And it's you know a thick, a classic Gary experience of uh, of team domination while you still take away um, a great experience. Vayner, Lesson learned. Vayner would not be where it is without three of you and so many other part of that crew. And I love you forever and cheer for you forever. Love you yeah. and cheer for you forever. My so my gushy my gushy part is more in that vein. Is just what a champion uh, you've always been for me and for your people. And it's just really incredible um, to watch that unfold in all aspects of life, career, uh, wedding seeing your like smiling face uh, mm -hmm. in the Zoom for a weird COVID year wedding, just like forever cheering us on will just mean everything. It means everything, it will mean everything forever. Um, so thank you for that. And thank you for teaching me the super valuable lesson to make every decision with heart and always from a place of love. I love you for that stuff. Thank you guys. You. Thank you guys so much. This really means a lot to me. It's so good to see you guys. Thanks Gary, happy birthday. Okay, guys. Happy birthday. <laughs> All right, next up, we've got badass CMO becomes CEO. 50 most daring, innovative, and influential, Kristen Lemkow. You know what story I'm going to tell. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do. I don't know if I want you to tell it. I'm going to try to side Happy rail it. Happy birthday. I love you. You, know, you are such a... Uh, and it will, get, um, it will get super sappy. Take, take it away. So happy to be here. Thank you. Thank and you. Gary, I'm going to take you back to 2015 when I'll just set the context. I have been <laughs> CMO of JP Morgan Chase for about a year. And I'm feeling pretty good. I'm on the Forbes list, I'm on the ANA board, and I've got a budget in the billion. So everyone wants to be my friend. And if you remember back then, no one is good at social. And I'm going around to all these conferences and everyone says, well, you've got to meet Gary Vee. You've got to meet Gary Vee. And I'm like, who's Gary Vee? And people went, you don't know Gary Vee? <laughs> so I do some research and I realize, like, you're the wine library guy. And I grew up in Short Hills. And I'm like, he's going to love me. 
So I get to your people, not you, and we set up a dinner and I get there and I pick out a nice bottle of wine. I do some research because I know you're the wine guy and you show up late and I offer you a glass of the wine and you say, I'm on a cleanse, <laughs> no food, no wine. And I spend fast. 45 minutes before you leave convincing you about why I should be a client. I was like, well, that was kind of strange. So do you remember what happened next? You called me the next day. It was a Friday. I was getting off the train. I was getting into my car and you said, I want to do business with you. I run my business on relationships and you are someone I want to do business with. One of the great. And that started a five year relationship, business relationship, friendship, friendship. And that's really what I've learned from you, Gary, is relationships matter and people matter and who you do business with, particularly in this business really, really matters. And it was one of the best decisions I've ever made was to become Same. business partners and friends with you. Same, and, and you taught me about relationships. You didn't need to learn that from me. It is in your essence. It really is. I admire you so much. I couldn't recommend I couldn't recommend this group. And again, the people that follow me the most, you've heard this name. I couldn't recommend enough for people to follow and understand what this woman puts out in the world. She's head down now, CEO, CEOing life. So I don't know if she puts out as much content as she used to, but that's what's good about the internet. Internet, It's out there. And I think um, an incredible person to admire. I adore you for your love for the world. We spend more energy talking about what we can do for society than we do about our friendship, about fun, and about work, which is saying a lot because we are busy and we talk a lot about those things, but I really admire you and I, I really I really like you. You know, that's just like a nice thing to say to somebody, I really like you. Yeah, well, and you remember you had turned down a much bigger account yep. with a, a yep. competitor sort of frenemy because off of one dinner, I just, strange dinner though it was, we clicked and we knew that Big we could do cool stuff together and we have done a lot and, and you've been incredibly helpful to me even in my new job and will continue to me. And I'm so happy that they called me and asked me to do this. Thank you for and taking the time, Chris. I know how busy you are. be a better dude, partner, friend. Happy birthday. You deserve all the love on this call. Thank you so much. You're so sweet. I can't wait to see you. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs> Thanks, Kristen. <laughs> Next up, we've got Daddy of Four, now businessman extraordinaire, 14 times MLB All-Star and 2009 World Series champion, Alex Rodriguez. Hey. Hey, Rod, what's good? Happy birthday, my brother. How you doing, Thank man? You. I'm really well. It's great to see your face. Well, you look great. You look, you look skinny. You look younger. You look happy. I am. I am. It's, you know, you hear this kind of stuff. It means a lot to me, man. I And I... And I one of the great experiences for me in the last half decade was when you were making what I call A-Rod 3.0 happen and, and just what you're building and just watching you move and getting into some of those very early conversations. It's good to see you. It's great to see you. One of my great memories was, um, you know, I have a kid that works in my office and uh, he's first time in America. And I said, Gary, I want to surprise one of my young troops at A-Rod Corp. And I went to your home in the Hamptons you were there with your family, your brother, your homies. We sat down and it was Jennifer, myself, uh, Nadim, and we went there and you guys were having a great time watching a little football. 
And then me, you, and Jennifer have one of the all-time greatest talks we've had in, in the last four or five years where we started talking about what's next, how the, how the world is changing, how the opportunities. Now, we never thought COVID-19 would happen, but all it's done is expedited everything. But but we, we've been kind of planning for, you know, Gary V 2.0, AY Corp 2.0. So that, that was a fun, fun night. Thank and we you. thank you for that. Thank you for saying that, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm I'm out here and uh, how's your content game? How's your social media game? Like, how you feel about that part going narrow to bring some value to people? What have you learned? What's been hard to sustain? What's been intriguing? Trying to bring some value instead of just a love vest, which I enjoy, but I would love to get some. <laughs> what What's been the hardest thing to maintain? Because I think you, rightfully, and I've talked to a lot of big time people that were transitioning into the new world, and I think you had the gusto to like really do it. Now that you've been doing it for a little while. What's been the hardest thing to maintain in this concept of content and distribution? And, and you know, I'd love yeah. to be curious what you were going to say. I really don't know. I'm curious. Yeah. So a few things in our portfolio, Gary, we have about 30 companies and they're, they're broken up into thirds. One third have struggled mightily, a third are flat and a third have never done better. So overall, the year has been kind of a flat year for us. Um, but what has COVID has presented for us is an opportunity to cut some of the fat, and I don't mean employees, I mean efficiencies. Mm -hmm. um, we were growing like a bandit. We're, we're hiring tons and tons of people. What we've done, for example, in our health and wellness business, in our gyms down in South Florida, we had boxes, real estate that we dreamed of having that were not available for the last 10 years, and now they are. So we're pouncing on them quickly. We have two gyms open. We're, we're gonna build four more in the next 24 months. And we want to get that portfolio to about 15. Um, the other part we've been doing is around the clock is the launch of JLo Beauty. And we're going to launch e-commerce coming up. There'll be a big announcement e-commerce. And then we're going to do a big announcement with one of the big retailers um, around the corner. And that's been three years in the making. Jennifer's worked so hard at this for the last, it's been something she's wanted to do for 20 years. And I've never seen her work so hard and commit to something. So she's all in. I think it's going to be, I'm going to send it for your family. <laughs> I love it, man. I'm proud of you, man. I really am. I, I love seeing this and I can't wait to watch you navigate for the next 50 in this model. Keep going hard. I, I admire it. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. And uh, happy birthday to you. Thank you, my man. Much Thanks. love. See ya. Thanks, Alex. Next up, we've got Adweek's hottest digital marketer, Global executive extraordinaire, seen in a Jets jersey on occasion, Linda Boff. <laughs> not not too often in a Jets jersey. Yeah, more giants, more giants and Steelers. <laughs> so happy birthday, my friend! Happy birthday! Before you go, sweet and amazing. Yesterday was one of my favorite things. I got to text you yesterday because we had a business meeting that we were I know. and I had to text you in the middle of it, even though we were an important meeting. And honestly, I swear to God, it felt so fucking good. I just so enjoyed it. Just so stay, right? To see you two days in a row is a gift. And really, yesterday, literally, to just actually be in an actual business meeting with <laughs> together, because we've been doing more one-on-ones, letting the teams do their thing. It was just, it felt so nostalgic. And like, like I got to thank some others here along the way. Your support um, was, was just enormous in the early days of Vayner. It meant the world to me, your trust in what was a new thing and the partnership 
and and who you are as a as a marketer and as a human. Um, I just admire you so much. Well, you think it's my birthday or something, but because you're now telling my story. So um, when I was thinking about today and thinking about the long and really special relationship we have, I went all the way back to South by Southwest at a party that I think Pepsi was throwing. I think Bonin was throwing a party and I was there and you were on stage sort of doing your thing. And I turned to somebody and I said, who is that? And Josh Carp said, oh, that's Gary V. You know Gary V. And I'm like, oh, I felt like sheepish, like, no, I don't know him yet. Yeah. And like Lem Lemka, who I heard a few minutes ago, I grew up in Short Hills. So when I heard Wine Library, I'm like, I know Wine Library. And I remember leaving South By and being really intrigued, but not knowing you. And we sat down not long after that for breakfast. And, you know, Gary, you had me at hello. And in some ways, like I've never looked back. I think you know this, I bet on people. And you and the team you've built and um, what you've done for me personally and for GE, nothing short of amazing. So I have one like little mini story. So early on in our sort of business relationship, we did so many fun things. I mean, so many fun things. And we did this early little experiment called Six Second Science. And I remember I said, you know, Gary, it would really be nice to win a Cam Lion. We've never won a Cam Lion at GA. And you went ahead, you submitted it. Lo and behold, we win a Cam Lion for a six second Vine video. Six second Vine video. And I remember afterward, you know, I think we did the, the campaign in January. Cam obviously is in, is in June. And I said, Gary, like, how did you make this happen? And you said, well, you wanted to win. So it was important to win. And I think amongst the many, many things I love about you, and there are a lot, your desire to win and your competitive spirit laced with kindness has to be like number one in my book. So I love you so much. Like I really wish you the best, best, best birthday year. I love you so much. Hug everybody at home. Thank you for, that's such a great story. Thank you. Thanks, Linda. All right, next up, we've got Beloved by All, Bad Week 50 for seven years running, gun safety leader and great mama and community leader, Carolyn Everson. Gary! <laughs> I literally emailed you randomly today that I love you. Literally, 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 this is real now. It is real. It's totally real. Not knowing, that you, not knowing anything for today, what the format was or that you'd be here. I literally emailed you four or five hours ago, randomly, love you. Yes, you did. And I, it was the highlight of the day because I really don't get emails like that, as you can imagine. <laughs> it's like, let me tell you about our community standards at Facebook. Love you. I was like, yes. Okay, first of all, I look, I had Doug help me. I have a fire, real fire going. Amazing. Fireside chat. I have wine from Wine Text. Thank you. Because, of course, in honor of you. And I just wanted to, I was, first of all, I'm so excited to be part of this because I want the world to know, whoever is watching, what you mean to me. And this is an opportunity for, for me to share with you. And I think I've tried to in, in a few different ways. I'm going to take my glasses off because I actually don't have to read, which means I barely can see you. But I want to say a few things to you. You first came into my life, interestingly enough, when people ask me about you and our relationship, it looks as if we've known each other 
forever, right? That's the kind of bond that we have. And that's the kind of warmth that you made me feel from the moment. But we only met a handful of years ago, right? I don't remember exactly what year it was, but it was not too long ago. And I remember meeting you and I was sort of awestruck from the beginning because Linda Boff, who was just on here, Kristen, Gail Tifford, so many of my like sisterhood girlfriends told me about you, told me about your brilliance, told me about your heart, right? Your head was clearly amazing. They knew you were intellectually off the charts and knew the, the industry, but it was your heart. And so when I had a chance to meet you, I was a little bit like, hey, I'm meeting the star of Gary V. And you totally, Linda said you had her at hello, you had me at hello. You really, really totally took me off my feet because of the passion that you bring and the energy. And then what I didn't know at that time, I was like, Gary's like a really cool industry guy. Well, I have a lot of industry people in my life, like I'm sure you do. But they're not all the type of people that I would literally say are family and that I would go to the mat for, to the end of the earth and be there for whenever you need it. I'll forget what you did for my dad. Um, and if he were here, he would be jumping on this happy birthday to tell you that the single greatest gift you ever could have given a human being. He had been a Jet fan since he was a toddler. And you showed up and had Sam Darnell and Chris Martin, uh, Curtis Martin, excuse me, come and visit with him for his 80th birthday. And he, I have never seen him happier or more surprised or more touched. And that was after going to a Jets game together where he literally could not stop talking about you. And you, he followed you. He was always interested in the things that you were doing and saying. He wanted me to make sure that I stayed very close to you, that you were going to be an important person for the rest of my life. And so I so wish he was here to wish you a happy birthday. But he's sending one from above and just know what a difference you made in his life and, and certainly in my life. And I also um, thought a lot about today's birthday you know, message to you. And I really thought about getting my mat back out, my yoga mat. And I, <laughs> I went back and I looked at exactly what I was wearing. I was wearing a pink shirt and leggings and I was going to put that outfit on. I was going to lay down here and just and start and plank and just be like, Gary, I've been planking for like two months. Where the hell have you been? Because I had you. I had you and you twisted and played with my mind because I thought there was no chance, no chance you were going to beat me. And what you showed was mental resiliency at a whole nother level. <laughs> and you freaking crushed me in the end. And I'm still pissed off about it. I haven't done really planks since then. So I've got to get back <laughs> on the game. Um, I'm do it. And I just, I just want you to know I adore the heck out of you. I think that there are so many unbelievable qualities. Your parents have raised an extraordinary son. They've raised an extraordinary human. You are generous. You are humble. You are kind. You are all of the things that I'm trying to instill in my girls as I raise them, because honestly, you exemplify all of that. And there's the Gary that many people know, the public Gary. There's also the Gary of just sitting with you one-on-one -on -one and having you look into a person's eye the way you look into everyone's eyes when you're talking to them. And they know that at that moment, you make them feel like they're the most important people on this planet. And it's a gift. You're a gift to me. You're a gift to so many of your friends. You're a gift to your family. And I just wanted to tell you I love you. And so that's why I'm here.
Thank you having so a much. fireside birthday chat with you with some wine from Wine Text. I love you. You so gave much. me an excuse. By the way, this is like before yes. four o'clock, and I'm like, I have meetings after this, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, why not? What the fuck? Right? Why not? I can have a glass. Anyway, I'm loving you so very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oof, that one got me. All right. And last but not least, a bestie, Jets fan beyond, family, and daddy of one of Vayner's best, Lou Janot. Oh, 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 G. Lou. What's up, my man? How are you? How are you, man? Lou, Happy I love birthday. you. Thank you, brother. Tell Happy a good, birthday, brother. Tell a good business story. Tell, tell a story. Tell something good. You know, it, this is hard. In five minutes to try it, I've been thinking about this whole week since I talked to everybody. And by the way, being the last year in this group of people has been crazy to watch. But, you know, I, I, I guess I got to take it right back to the beginning when we first met each other. You know, um, I think it was right before Thanksgiving in 2002, it might have been. And Gary had just joined Wine Library and he was the hot kid selling stuff. And um, my old company said to me, hey, you got to go in and see this guy and try to sell him something. <laughs> so I, I pounded Gary for weeks for a meeting and he finally gave me a meeting. You know, I plugged in somewhere that I was a Jet fan in one of my uh, messages to him. So I go downstairs, the old Wine Library. If you remember, Gary, the cases piled to the ceiling. And I hear somebody yelling from the other side. Where's that fake jet fan? Where's that fake jet fan? And it was just unbelievable how he welcomed me in that day talking about, um, you know, wanted to know my knowledge about the jets, which actually got me, I guess, to the next step. And, you know, I got to know Gary and, and then we went on a wine trip out to Napa and the classic yeah, story. Yeah, our classic story of our relationship, I think, from the beginning. Um, where we almost got destroyed out in Oakland watching a Jet game. Lou, explain um, to these people how I refuse to take my Jets jersey off. I didn't give a fuck if somebody was going to stab me in that fucking Raiders parking lot. I'm not fucking, I was wearing my shit. I wasn't fucking, and everybody, I mean, fuck. So I, I, I'll, I'll tell everybody the story. I'm a little bit older than Gary, so I think I had a little bit more sense. Uh, <laughs> we finally, we take the lead. We It's 10-10 at halftime. Um, we're sitting in the 50-yard line. People are booing us, yelling at us. Remember what and, the cop told us? And the cop told us, hey, don't go to the bathroom. Don't eat anything. So it's 10-10. I turn to Gary, and I'm like, listen, man, we got to take our jerseys off. And Gary's like, no way. I'm not taking it off. I'm tough, this and that. I said, listen, man, if we, win, die for this I said, if we win this game, we're dead. And if we lose this game, we're dead. So the jersey's got to come off. So I convinced them to take the jersey off. Um, then when we were down 23-10, I said, let's get out of here. I'm not leaving. I never leave a game to the end. And I convinced them to leave. But, you know, real quick on that, too. And then on the way home, and this I'll end it with – I have two things to end with. You know, on the way home, Gary and I are on the plane. And now you all can imagine this. This is 2003 January. Gary's got a yellow pad out, and he's, he's mapping out for me what he's going to do on the Internet. And, and honestly, you know, we can sit here today in 2020 and we all know the Internet. This was 2003, a seven, eight year old Internet. And this guy's telling me how he's going to set up a TV studio and wine library and he's going to start doing wine and selling wine online. And, you know, I didn't doubt him. I, I could tell how driven he was and what he was going to do. You know, and our, I think our relationship grew from that um, from that day forward. And, you know, and the last thing, you know, what he's done from uh, personally, you know, everybody knows the Gary that's the 
I call him the superhuman on the internet, but the human that he is, you know, um, he took my son Lewis into, into Vanner and, and, and convinced me that, um, little Lou needed to work for him. Um, and screw school as he always says, and he took him under his wing. And, you know, I, I don't know that I can thank him any more for that, any parent. Um, so I love you, man, for that. And, um, you know, that's my heart, brother. That's my heart. Thank you for being here. So, um, too many stories. And here it is. There he is. This is an outrageous group of people here. These two people here right now. Um, you know, it's 3.55. I think you need to go immediately because there's a lot of things going on in the world. And we need to get out of here. But you know, I've got a big four o'clock, right? Uh, uh, that's, it's, the, it's arguably the biggest four o'clock. It's a big meeting. It's a, it's a fairly big meeting. Lou, what do you think? Um, hey. Dad. See you later. Cards. <laughs> I love you, man. Happy birthday, brother. Thank you, brother. Listen, I'm going to start tagging you with OG. I'll see you later. I love you. Just a quick story. Am I good, Lou? Too cool? quick yeah, we, we, got, we got a couple minutes. We got a couple minutes. Quick story. Um, one of my earliest memories um, of hanging out with Gary when I was maybe 10, eight or six or seven, eight years old. We went to Pittsburgh for the 2004 Jets Steelers playoff game. And I had known, like I knew of Gary, like my dad talked about him, kind of, sort of, whatever. And we, for some reason, rented like a minivan and <laughs> drove a Winnebago. Yes, Winnebago. we rented a Winnebago. It's both for that game because it's yeah. more rugged. Yeah. And uh, and we drove and whatever. And Gary made fun of me the whole way up because I was a, I was a Packers fan growing up because I love Brett Favre. And uh, we, we went to the game and we were sitting there and <clears throat> Doug Bryan missed two field goals, I believe. And the Jets lost that game. And after the, after the game, I cried. And that it, Gary always says that was the moment I became a Jets fan. Um, and I have very fond memories of that entire trip. Um, not to mention the years that have followed that have led to me working here every single day. Um, I love you very much, bro. And uh, you remember the weird it. part of that game, Lou and Lou? Remember everybody came out of the stadium devastated because we were all split apart. And you were so happy. Tell him, no, yeah. this, this is an interesting insight that I don't think people understand me. <laughs> Dad, you tell us, you, you, this is your thing. You know, it's just, it's just so crazy with Gary. We, we sit at these games and he bites his nails and he's a nervous wreck and he tells everybody how bad he wants to win. And then when we lose, he loves it because he wants to continue that, that climb and eats it. And I, I, I kind of, I've kind of gotten that way too a little bit. Like, but you know what, after being a Jet fan my whole life, I, I want, I want that climb to start getting a little bit close to Gary. Start eating a little bit better. We got to get you the right thing because I'm telling you right now, just like a lot of the fucking stories here is a perfect way to end this. The things I showed you on that yellow pad 17 years ago, 18 years ago, the things I told Beth Comstock, the things my Mount Ida friends could say or Brandon could say or anybody else. When I tell the fucking world I'm buying the New York Jets, I tell the fucking world I'm buying the New York Jets. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. It's uh. It's, Let's get there. It's been a journey. Lou, real quick, two minutes, because it's something- Which Lou? Which Lou? You keep doing Lou, okay. You worked at Vayner for quite a while. Yep. Then you came into my world yep. being one of my admins. Mm -hmm. You've been at Vayner, you've been around me. Mm -hmm. What was the biggest aha when you actually really went there? We talk about this a lot, actually. I know exactly what it is. Um, it's, someone said it earlier, I forgot who it was, the efficiency of the day and how to actually take advantage of every single day, of every minute of every single day. We have your calendar down- 
to, to 10 minute, 15 minute increments during the day. I said, I, I looked the other day, you had like 30 meetings in one day. It was preposterous. And thinking about that, people say like, oh yeah, he's working all day. He's so busy, blah, blah, blah. And the, the vlog is good for that because people can actually see that. But being in the mix of like actually getting things done and also the fact that things change 500 times during the day, like this meeting that just came up, that's happening in two minutes is a disgustingly yeah. important meeting and it came together an hour ago. So like the, the, the amount of like speed and way you need to just move and make things happen and doing things like Brandon was saying, just doing stuff. Delta, right? Because you thought you were busy at VaynerMedia. People at VaynerMedia think they're busy, but there's just a different fucking thing going on. Andrew's busy, gross. but like the way I'm playing this is just fucking ugly. It's gross. <laughs> so awesome. Well, I didn't know you were a Packers fan. Okay, it sounds like you got a yes. big meeting. It's 3.59. You got out of here, but only after I say happy birthday, Gary. We yep. love you so much. You just you just killed it. Every, who knew you could handle this many? We now we got down to increments of five minutes a piece, little Lou. What do you think? That might I mean, be your thing. Yeah, wait till it's two now. Now you set yourself up. Now it's gonna be two. Bye, everybody. Right. Of your favorite guys, I'm gonna wrap it up. Twitter. Great job, Andrea. See you. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Bye, Andrea. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. It was just so fun. We've got one more episode left of Marketing for the Now in 2020. It's on December 10th from 12 to 2 p.m. We've got 12 incredible speakers, one question. It's all around New Year predictions. And we've got speakers, including the shark and founder of the Corcoran Group, Barbara Corcoran, and CMOs from Citibank, General Motors, Land Lakes, Microsoft, Netflix, Salesforce, and Unilever. And more to be announced. Hope to see you soon. All right, episode's over. Please leave a review and subscribe up on Apple. It would mean a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to me. Thank you very much. Hey, podcast. Joe from Team Gary here. Today's highlighted review is You Are Amazing by Tigo H3. Ever since I found out who you are, I have always consumed your content. I love the value you bring to this world. I actually got to see you on stage. It was super awesome. Keep those reviews coming. We could highlight yours next.